Microfone do trash. Turn my microphone up. Turn it up. Take out the papers and the trash. Why, do, why does mine sound so weak? Why, do, uh, why does mine sound weak? You gotta, you gotta bring. You gotta come from down here. I gotta bring the noyaz. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta use your, you know, diaphragmatic fibers. There you go. <laughs> you gotta bellow it. Take out the papers and the trash. That was terrible. Yep. Your days of uh, singing karaoke in Mexico were over. Hey, man, I was, I rocked it. You did, right? I, I completely rocked it. I mean, who does not, who doesn't like the doors? For those of you who, who know who the doors are. Yeah. Lettering in. Is that, is that really what in. I, is that really what I wrote? Is that, did I, did I write that? Hello, biz buddistas. Unite this. Is that, is that like a. Barista that does biz body bodies biz bit baristas up bodies baristas it's like (laughs) coffee bodies I've got a coffee body hello biz bodistas did you come up with a better one no you haven't come up with a solid one yet (laughs) the best one was biznizzles (laughs) all the ones all the ones you come up with suck so anyone that i do come up with is going to be better you're just you're just anti ideas for me but that's okay i i I can take the one up if you if you can one up one up me go for it man just go for it all right okay guys this is bizbody the podcast for health and wellness practitioners about running a sustainable and successful business that helps people i'm your host Key Shipman, and with me is Brandon Miller. And before we get started, make sure you go over to bizbody.net and sign up for the newsletter and go over to iTunes while you're at it and give us a five-star review and leave a positive comment. Not a negative one. <laughs> nobody likes nobody, nobody likes, likes negativity. People. Come on. Come on. Nobody wants to be that person. No. If you're negative, just stay away. Just stay away. This podcast... Is basically the brainchild of Brandon and I because we wish we had it when we started our business. So hopefully it helps you guys. It's a resource that we hope that you share with other people. So if it helps you, please spread the love. If there is a professional, if there is a professional that you would like us to interview or a topic that you'd like us to cover, you know, just send us a personal message on Facebook or subscribe to the newsletter because it's a great way to reach us. That's our email. Or just be patient, and we'll probably cover it eventually anyway. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably make enough mistakes to recognize what we suck at just, just you know, hopefully not too too late because then we've got a business. But <laughs> this podcast will be done. Be like, hey, <laughs> That's please, for damn sure. Please, uh, please follow, uh, follow along with us because this is what put us out of business, you know, when to shut it down, right? Uh, but today we're going to talk about your financial fitness. Um, basically, is your business financially fit? Uh, the things that we do right now uh, to make sure that we're on track with our goals, like making sure that we know exactly how much money we need to bring in each month, um, how we set our prices, and how to keep track of everything. So um, we have a partnership, uh, LLC partnership, and between both of us to make sure that we're on the right track so that our expectations and our communication is there. And literally every day we can look and see where we are at because we have specific metrics that matter for our business and also for, honestly, our communication of where we stand. Right. And I think, you know, with that being said, 
that wasn't always the case. Like for us, we just kind of flew by the seat of our pants oh, a lot. Plowed ahead when we uh, first started. I mean, what did this? We just started this <laughs> like eight months ago. <laughs> like, so well, I mean, it, it, it not the, what we do right now. We started eight months ago. Right. We didn't. Right. We didn't start just like bookkeeping eight months ago. Otherwise, this never would have happened. It, Correct. And, and fortunately, you know, I'm, when I was in school, I had a business minor where I had to, well, fail accounting the first time because I just never went to class, which is the honest truth. But the second time when I aced accounting, ba-ching, Ooh. aced it. Um, it must have been a community college. <laughs> don't take it personally, lacrosse, Wisconsin. Um, when I aced it, it was really interesting to see how the different the different um, ebbs and flows of the types of sheets that are available for a business, whether it's profit and loss, your balance sheet or your income statement, what they matter to a company, but more importantly, just knowing how to take care of the day-to-day bookkeeping, which has to be in alignment with what you need to accomplish each month. Because there's going to be a bunch of people that tell you what you should be paying attention to, and it gets so overwhelming. It gets I mean, if you read anything or if you listen to podcasts like like you're listening to right now, they're going to give you a ton of information that you should be doing. You know, honestly, this is the system that we built up in hopefully uh, the bare bones of it because we don't like spending any more time than we have to on things because it takes away from our family. It takes away from the time when we want to have fun because honestly, doing the books just ain't fun. No, it sucks. <laughs> especially especially if you put it off and then you're like a couple months down the road, you realize that you haven't taken great care of like your, your overall bookkeeping and now your accountant is hounding you or you're doing all your taxes yourself and you have no idea where you're at and the IRS comes knocking at your door. That's always fun. Like I always enjoyed those first couple years when we were in business where you and I were hunkered down in like our minuscule, tiny office where we're literally sitting on each other's laps, going through eight months of receipts that we still hadn't <laughs> processed. And the whole time we want to kill each other because we're like, how did we let this happen? Well, one of my favorites is oh, the second year we did the same thing. <laughs> right. like we, we didn't, didn't learn, learn from the, the first, first year. year. It's just like, hey, what's this? Uh, what's Who did you charge $50 to seven months ago? And right. you're just kind of like, how the heck should I know? And, right. and, that's, and that's really where you'll end up. You'll end. You'll end up if you haven't done it already, or if you're just starting out. This is something that is huge, especially if you're that employee like we were. Right, we were that employee where it's kind of like, "Hey, man, I have a whole book of business. I'm bringing in so much revenue to your guys' gym or your studio or whatever. I can do this by myself. All I got to do is get some equipment or a place or set up a table." And I'm fine. I'm free and clear. I'm free and clear. clear, This is so easy, you know, because I, you know, I charge X amount of dollars per hour, and if I make that much, I'll be fine. Because literally, I mean, there's no such thing as overhead. There's no such thing as taxes. There's no such thing as self-employment tax. There's no such thing as paying for your own health insurance, your dental. I mean, those things add up to a ridiculous amount. If you can keep your overhead down, awesome. First of all, you should probably know what overhead is, right, before you go out on your own, because even that we take for granted. We never thought to inquire, like, what our actual tax rate was going to be. And seeing as though that we're a pass-through, 
like every dollar that we bring into the company, we get taxed on. Anyway, so, anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you might take out 50 grand a year, but if you made 300, you're getting taxed on the 300 minus, you know, a few things that you can write off here and there. Well, we're going to get even more specifics with, with accounting with our account that's going to be on the show later on. This is this is just bare bones ideas that you should be taking into consideration, you know, with our experience. We're going to get details from a professional. Right, because we're not really professional. In yeah, that we're not sense. professional bookkeepers and professional accounts. Right, this, so disclaimer <laughs> this, right now. We're, we're in our, this is a disclaimer. Don't take what we're about to tell you during this episode as gospel because we don't want you coming, coming back and saying, hey, I listened to those guys on BizBody, <laughs> and they told me to do this, and now you're getting raked over the coals by the IRS. Yeah. So um, number one, have a have a professional that you can trust and you can talk to that is in that business. Like, make sure that you have a. Uh, if you don't take a course on bookkeeping, which I highly recommend that you at least know the bare bones of that, hire someone to do it because it makes all the difference in the world, and you can put all your financials in order right off the bat. Right. And really, the big thing that that allows you to do is to see the numbers or the metrics that you deem and or you and your accountant deem as the the important metrics you need to measure month by month to make sure that you're you're a viable company, right? And that's really what we're getting at here is like the idea of the things that we've put in place really over the last eight months where we know – day-to-day, month-to-month, kind of where we are, um, not only day-to-day, but month-to-month, but year-to-date, right? And where our projections are so that we can make better decisions long-term for different things that maybe we want to do, whether that be more continuing education, more equipment, more whatever, right? Um, well, that's, I mean, just to just to head this off, in very specific what we're going to cover. We're going to go over like what does your company need to survive, the idea of what are, is your expected revenue um, and expenses, where does the money go, and how much does it take to run your company? You know, And, and literally, um, if you are an employee right now and you're thinking about going on on your own or if you're just thinking about starting up a business or want to streamline what you're doing right now, this is a good place to start with things. Right. So I think, you know, the big thing is, you know, figuring out what are the important things for for you to track on a monthly and weekly basis, right? And I think um, over the last really like eight months for us, we've we've gotten a better grasp of what what it is that we need, like what's the number we need to break even? What is the average you know, weekly revenue that we need to generate in order to hit our number every month. Well, right? we should probably think. Let's let's take this even one step back from there. It's like the idea of what do you want your place to be, and what does it cost? How can you get that overhead number of? Um, and, and let's put this in a, in a even simpler terms: is overhead being all the equipment that you have to purchase, um, your lease. Um, your utilities, um, any type of professional fees or dues that you have to pay on a monthly basis, like your phone, uh, internet, and, and whatnot. But insurance, then insurance, right? So that's going to be included in that, and we're going to get in a little bit into that 
in a little bit. But on top of that, knowing what lifestyle that you want to have as well so that the money that you take as a draw and that you need for taxes and, and, and whatnot for benefits as far as your idea benefits, um, like are you going to have your car included with that or whatnot? Anyways, how much you need to make above and beyond your overhead to live a comfortable life. That is a completely arbitrary number because if you're cool with like working out of the back of your van, right? And down by the river, down by the river, like Matt Foley, we're going to wrestle around. We're going to be pals and buddies and amigos, right? So you can do that. Right, if that's your dream, right, be the traveling, um, traveling massage therapist kind of dude in, in, in a really cruddy van, right? Like we're, we're not going to say what kind of van, right? Because that's not, not appropriate. Shag and wagon, shag and wagon. But you can do that, it, but you still have to know the number of what it costs to cover your expenses, and then what you need to survive to live the lifestyle that you want. And that starts with asking yourself, how the heck do you want to live? Right, like how much money. Do you want to make like what is it going? What's what is it going to require for you to live the life that you want to live, and then working yourself backwards from that? So, yeah. you know, if you determine that I want to make a hundred grand a year, well, then you need to figure out based on there's 365 days out of the year. If I don't want to work weekends, then you got to take those out, right? Well, I want to take uh, a week vacation every year. Well, you got to take those days out, right? Um, I don't want to work holidays, so I don't want to work Fourth of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day, um, you know, what Christmas, New Year's. Okay, you got to take those days out because those are non-revenue generating days for you if you're trading time for money, right? Mm. And then based on the the relative days left. In the hours in the day that you want to work, do you want to work eight hours? Do you want to work 10 hours? Do you want to work five hours? How many hours of production can you how, have? How many day? hours of production can you actually do in a day, right? Yeah. Taking that and breaking that down so that now you start to see, okay, well, based on what I want, I want this $100,000. Once I take all these days out, it's roughly about three weeks, three to four weeks. So now instead of 12 12 months, I have 11 months to be able to make this $100,000, mm-hmm. right? But then I got to think, okay, out of that $100,000, then if I'm taking that as a salary, what does it cost me to open my doors, whether that be, you know, a facility, which is, you know, 2,000 square feet, 10,000 square feet? Do you have an office, you know, that really only costs you a couple hundred bucks a month? Um you got to take those expenses of what what does your space cost you plus the utilities cost you plus all these other things that we've kind of touched upon you know what are these things costing you per month or per year per year yeah right? definitely per year if you know per month you're going to know per year or vice versa like yeah. if somebody's yeah. charging you yearly for something you can break that down right so like our insurance we pay you know you can pay one lump sum for the whole year, mm-hmm. or you can divvy it out. Like, but they send you a bill for the whole year, right? So you can break all that stuff down. So if I want to take my hundred grand and I know it's gonna cost me, let's just throw out an arbitrary number, it's gonna cost me another hundred grand to keep my doors open, right? Well, in order for me to take that hundred grand grand, 
and for us just to break even so that we're not going into the black, I need to generate $200,000 worth of revenue a year. So you then mean, you, you mean the red, right? Right. You want to be in the black. Black, the red. Yeah. Black, red. You can be on the line, right? <laughs> the bare minimum. So if we're right on the line, I've got to, at the least, bring home 200 grand a year. Well, now I can take the days that I have remaining, you know, in the, in the calendar year. So we've already said we're going to, we're only going to work 11 months out of the year based on vacation, holidays, um, things of that sort. So I've got 11 months to produce 200 grand. And once I break that down, that's going to give you a number of how much money do I have to generate each month? I can break that down to how much money do I have to generate each week to literally how much money do I need to generate each day in order for me to make my hundred grand and still pay for our doors to be open. Make sense? Did I leave anything out there? Like, is no, that, I mean, that, that's kind of like the, and, well, that's some, actually some, kind of the process. Like in the, summation, it's like, okay, you have your overhead number. What's the total of, that you expect for that overhead number to be? What number do you need? You combine those. And then from there, how much time do you actually get to work per day? And then how much total? So like literally, if you know how many days that you're going to work or how many hours that you're going to work, if you're an hourly based person, then you can break down the total amount of hours by the total amount of money that you're going to need. I would say plus maybe 10 to 20%, at least 15% to be on the safe side so that you know your average average hourly rate. Right. And that, that, could, that could be like something where, you know, you could go into it and say, okay, well, you know, in the current position that I'm in for the current company that I'm working for, Man, I'm I'm generating $150,000 a year, but I'm only making 50 grand or I'm only making 60 grand. Like, how's that even possible, right? So, I get this great idea like, man, I can do this on my own. Why am I like why am I building somebody else's company? Well, that's great, but when you when you decide to strike out on your own, you're going to want to know what it is that you're building, your facility, all your um, expenses are going to cost you because you can still generate that same 150 grand. But if your expenses are so high to where you're unable to continue to charge the same rate you've always charged, you might make the same 150 grand, but you might not be pulling in that 60 grand anymore. You might be pulling in 40 yeah. due to the fact that you opened up a space that the the actual cost of it was so high that now you can't take as big of a draw or you can't take a, as big of a salary anymore and you're going to have to structure maybe your price structure a little bit better, right? But those are all scary things like if you don't sit down and think about it because you can it's real easy to jump ship and say, "Oh man, like out of the 150 grand that I that I build last year, there's no way I shouldn't be taking at least 50% of that or at least 60% of that." That's where well, it all the, goes. Yeah, and I was That's like and goes. that might be true, right? But if you go and then, you know, get this nice, gorgeous space that costs a little more than what you can afford for what you want to take home, it can be a rude awakening at the end of the year. And you're like, holy crap, like I build exactly what I did last year. And I actually was able to take home less money yeah. than what I did. And I never understood that stuff. Like yeah. I never, I never understood, like, you know, I was always the, the one that was like, man, 
I'm built like I generated this much revenue and I only brought home this much money. Like how the hell is like, how's that right? How's that possible? You know, how's that even possible? But yep. until you, until you start to factor in some of these things, you don't even realize what business owners are kind of going through. Like, well, that's the in game. the sense that's, of that's, like what that's they're the making, right? Technical difficulties. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. And sorry for screaming directly in the microphone just now. I'm going to edit that part out. Or you'll forget. Or I'll just forget. <laughs> and, and then, like, Whoops. put something completely inappropriate down. So, like, just to recap, overall, the idea of knowing exactly where everything goes, um, some things you should take into consideration right off the bat is involved with the number you should know if you need a team what the salary is going to be um, the lease of the building um, any type of utilities internet cell phone water electricity gas if you want marketing are you going to do facebook ads are you going to do direct marketing are you going to make some t-shirts up anything like that um IT. Are you going to have computers? Do you need any type of software? Do you have a server? You know, or do you have to have a website that you have to have to pay for? Because most people do. Or are you going to do a free website? Um, from there, janitorial. Are you going to be cleaning the place? And even if you don't, if you're not the one to clean the place, you're going to have to buy cleaning supplies and a vacuum and and and, and stuff for the bathrooms and whatnot. Um, are you going to have continuing education for yourself? Another thing is what type of assets and equipment are you going to need in order to get yourself off the ground? Then you have insurance, which is business insurance, health insurance, um, workman's comp for yourself if, if need be, or um, disability, if you even need that, as well as now what kind of tax do you have to pay? Self-employment tax, which is now before you had um, your employer pay, was it 7 point? 7.5 or something like that. And seven. then, you know, um, so you paid 7.5, your employer paid 7.5 when you're now, you know, your Combined. own in- entity. You just pay it both. You just pay it both. <laughs> Along with um, if you incorporate there's there's like a, a monthly fee for incorporating um, any type of professional fees that you like do you need a lawyer in order to write up an operating agreement between you and your your business partner and any other type of contracts that are necessary that waivers yep waivers um, or do you need to keep your uh, if you're involved with um, HIPAA compliance if you take insurance you have a whole nother set of regulations that are necessary for your electronic forms and also keeping forms safe you have to have them locked down so um, also you have to make sure that you take care of your uh, your taxes quarterly you know whether that their sales taxes or, or your own personal taxes quarterly which Federal is a whole state completely different. Um, it's it's different. In, well, I mean, state by state. But I mean, if you're your own entity, you're more than likely going to be paying quarterly. What, regardless of where you live, like if you're self-employed or you own your own business, you're going to pay quarterly taxes. Now, you don't. From what I understand, state by state, it can be a little different. Um, if you don't pay your federal taxes quarterly and you try to pay it all in one lump sum at the end of the year, they do charge you, I believe, interest on the accrued taxes that you've had over. Uh, so there's basically a penalty, right, mm-hmm. for for paying at the end of the year and not paying quarterly. 
Um, state-wise, I know like here in the state of Wisconsin, you don't actually get penalized for not paying your state tax quarterly. Mm-hmm. You still have to pay it at the end of the year. So if you owe, you know, a thousand bucks and you pay quarterly, it's two fifty every quarter. Or I can just pay the thousand bucks at the end of the year, and they don't they don't charge you. They don't they don't you know you don't suffer a consequence for that. Yeah. But I do believe if you don't pay something quarterly, even if it's you know um, not exactly what it is that you owe quarterly. If you try to pay the lump sum at the end of the year, I believe there is a penalty for that. Like, hmm. I don't think it's significant, but I mean, it's you're still paying more than what you should have. Yeah. Right. Um, but that number is something that you have to update with your accountant. You have to make sure that you're on that, that you're talking with your accountant about are you paying the right amount quarterly so that at the end of everything, at the end of the year, you're not getting dinged with like a $5,000 or $10,000 tax bill along with how much your accountant costs to do your taxes on top of that. Right. We... Um we definitely learned that the hard way. Like, and it didn't just take it take us one time to figure that out. It took us three or four, uh, five years to uh, <laughs> to get basically beat over the head and and quite honestly, almost go out of business. Yeah. In order to finally like wake up and say, hey, this isn't working, right? Like, well, I mean, it can know, be way less stressful if we're just on top of it and have good communication. But our communication skills, like we. We felt overwhelmed with what we did on a day-to-day basis. Um, we wanted to have regular lives, and we felt overwhelmed by the stuff that we did. So we just put it off. And right. that's what I think a lot of people do is they just put it off. Well, and I think the other thing is, like, you know, we trusted professionals that do this for a living to watch out for us. And we should have been watching out for ourselves. Yeah, we, like, we, we put too much trust in other people and didn't take enough onus ourselves you know, over our own business, which then, you know, at the time, it's easy to blame somebody else. We had no way to check, though. And, and like, that's where the learning process right. came in play. And, and honestly, I got the idea of um, what we do now with the board is really a Sam Cayucci idea, like having one central location where we can see everything um, for what it is. So in um, a book... He um, he wrote called Fit to Lead. He talked about having a central location with a board with something called KPIs, which are these key performance indicators. And for us, understanding how much money is coming in, how much money is going out, and then for us, like how many people we're seeing throughout the month and how many we think we're going to be seeing along with what now you've added, which is even cooler, because um, now we're running a membership as well. Um expected members. And I think we can take it one step forward now too, which is where they're at in the life cycle of their membership. So how many months are they in? So now we can update per month and we know exactly where those people are. So we can take care of them even better because those are the metrics that matter to us, right? Right. Which, I mean, we're going to have to probably put one more indicator because we're now on the track of knowing where our leads are coming from. So all those metrics relate into how well we're going to be doing the next month, what we did in our past, and what we can view for uh, for possibilities in the future. So, but on the board, we know how much we have to hit. We know when we hit that number. We know how much um, the overhead is split up. You know, fifty fifty between both of us, along with the draws that we want to take. So it's completely transparent, and 
We know we don't have to rely on an outside source like our accountant before that we couldn't rely on because we know, hey, you know, roughly last year we paid X amount in taxes per quarter. We're kind of above that number right now than we were last year. And that's now now we have that system in place because we got beat over the head yeah. <laughs> enough like, hey, hey, we need hey, uh, dummy. We need like twenty thousand dollars yesterday. Right. What, what, uh, do you just got twenty uh, grand on him? Like Holy crap! I mean, we we may need a line of credit. I was like uh, Keith that we can't get. Didn't we just spend fifteen grand on equipment last month? <laughs> oh, uh, it would have been nice to have that fifteen grand today. <laughs> can we can we liquidate that equipment to a quarter of what we just paid for it? Right. No, that's it's just that's the way that that works. You but, know, and with you know, with that being said, you know, our metrics have also evolved as we've went along too. Like. You know, I think the the thing that you know the best advice that I can that I can give anybody that's just starting out is find out what are the bare minimum things you need to track. Like, what's the bare minimum, mm-hmm. and then expand off of that. And that's honestly where we're at at this point. Like, we started with the bare minimum that we physically, like, and mentally could could grasp. Right, like that didn't get us to the point where we're being overwhelmed again. And Quite honestly, when you get overwhelmed, a lot of times you just shut down. You just shut shut it off. Like I can't, I can't deal with this, right? Whereas, you know, we started out where it was almost baby steps. Okay, here's here's the main things we need to focus on. Here's the things, you know, that we have to pay out every month in order to open the door. Yeah. Here's where we need to be. Here's what we want to draw. Here's your portion. Here's my portion. Here's what you know, like our employees taken. All those different things, but now you know we're starting to get to the point where those metrics we're getting used to. So yeah. now we're adding more as we go because we're not overwhelmed by the stuff that we started with anymore. We're actually like that's normal. Well, it's it's empowering it's like, too. It's like before I was scared of the money thing, right? I was scared to make sure that you know th- there's there's a lot on the line when all of a sudden you're throwing your numbers out there. You know, it's like, oh, I'm expected to bring in this much per month. And before I was like, man, I don't know if I don't know if I really want Brandon knowing like I didn't hit my number this this month. And like I feel guilty about what I'm what I'm drawing if I do that. Like, or should I take less of a draw because I didn't I didn't hit my number? Like what are my expectations of that? And that's a conversation that I mean that like honestly we need to 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 get even better with is the idea like when when that happens it's like what's our plan b but like fortunately enough like a majority of months it's like either either like you make a little bit more or i make a little bit more and the number tends to smooth out it's like we know our main number and when that number is hit everything's everything's cool but that's our relationship that's the way that we do it and like i said before you know because we're we're going to be wrapping this thing up really quick. Um, we're going to have a special episode with our accountant, who is awesome. By the way, a guy that I mean, I would literally have a beer with. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he's cool. Like he's he, cool. He's not your typical like kind of stiff accountant. Like he, he, he gives, He's actually like if you, you definitely him, go out and have beers with him for you, sure. If you met him and thought all accountants were like him. You'd be gravely mistaken, right? <laughs> You'd be gravely mistaken. Um, I'm going to put a couple of links in the show notes to um, different uh, different resources to use for accounting and for um, key performance indicators as well. I'll have links in the show, show notes to the books that have helped me personally. And if you guys ever get the opportunity, um, 
we put some links for the books in the show notes. Um, if you click on the links and you were to purchase anything from Amazon, that actually helps support the show. So I want to be completely transparent with that as well. We get a certain percentage of anything that is purchased off of that. So we appreciate um, any type of support of the show financially as well to keep the show running. Um, because again, this is just basically you know out of our own pockets doing doing our own thing because we like to share this stuff. So um, if you get the opportunity to do that, we appreciate it. Um, otherwise, you know, go over to bizbody.net, sign up for the newsletter, make sure that um, we're, we're going to put a couple of worksheet, worksheets, worksheets, <laughs> worksheets, <laughs> we're going to put a couple of worksheets together for you guys so that um, there'll be a money map and you can actually track where the money would go off of that. So the things that at least the bare bones that we would track. And then if you feel as though um, you're making enough to support yourself and to support the business as a whole to know whether or not to start your business. Please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and leave a positive comment. And if you want to check out our practice, go over to body-activation.com. Thanks for listening and catch you next time.